Welcome to Lady Hope Dealer. My name is Amber Yalot Shaver. I'll be sharing with you about life, recovery, ups, downs, but most of all, how others and myself found hope in a hopeless world. I look forward to sharing my testimony with you. I'm so excited to have my husband and a few other individuals on to share their testimony and what God's done in their life. And in between them times, I'm just going to be sharing what God's placed on my heart in this season. I'm just so excited to have you with me. So let's dive in. Hello and welcome to Lady Hope Diller. My name is Ambry, and I'm just going to be talking to you today about your calling, about where you belong and what God says about it. So we're just going to get in here and read some scripture in a minute and talk about it and discuss where I've been on that aspect of things. So let's just go into the fact of feeling unworthy. So myself, due to a past, due to the crazy lifestyle that I've lived, I definitely have felt unworthy to share the gospel, to share the word, to preach, teach, evangelize. I don't I don't have a theology degree. I am not biblically rich, as others would say. I don't know the Bible front to back. I can quote you scripture. I can't lead you right to it, but I know it. It's on my in my heart, right? So I just want to tell you that each and every one of us are designed to do certain things for the kingdom of God. My calling might not be your calling, and your calling might not be mine. However, there is a special place in this world where you're going to fit, and you're going to be able to reach people where possibly I'm not able to do so. So, with that being said, we just need to know that God is calling us all in this hour, that He is wanting us to step out in boldness. This podcast is stepping out in boldness for me because I'm like, I'm not this person. I can't do this. I don't know anything about it. And when I sat down with the Lord and just discussed it in my prayer time, He told me we have to stop completely stop comparing ourselves to one another. That's not what He's called us to do. He doesn't compare me to Susie or Bobby or Billy or Joe. He's not comparing you to this person or that person. That's not what God does. That's not the way He loves us. Each and every one of us was created in His image, but different. Every last thing of us is different from one another. So, I just want to share with you a few scriptures that was um, put on my heart this morning. And one of them is, The one who calls you is faithful and he will do it. You did not choose me, but I chose you and anointed you so that you might go and bear fruit. Fruit that will last and so that whatever you ask in my name, the Father will give you. That is John fifteen sixteen, And we all know the quote where it talks about, it's a quote, it's not a scripture, but it talks about God doesn't call the qualified, he call, qualifies the called. So with that, where we feel unworthy and we feel unnecessarily inclined to do certain things like, I personally think that my ministry is here. And right there, did you hear my in there? It's not my ministry. Of course, it's God's ministry. So where I feel like I need to be and where I feel like I should be going is probably completely opposite of where God is wanting me to go. Because where I want to be is where I'm comfortable. Where I want to be is is relaxed and I just feel at ease and I don't have any anxiety or any panic about it and I'm not saying that you should feel anxiety about doing the work of the Lord 
However, whenever he takes you out of your comfort zone and he pushes you to a different level, you're going to feel uneasy. You're going to be like, oh my gosh, I've never been here. I've never done this. Like, what, how, all this. Like, you're going to have questions, obviously. But your calling might line up with that, that you feel inside of you. And I know God can speak to us and say, this is what your calling is. Absolutely. But most of the time where you feel more comfortable is not where you're called. Most of the time where you feel at ease is not where you're called. You know, I mean, I myself, I love recovery. I know that I am, I can help people in it. I know that I'm called to the streets. I know that I'm called to street corners and under the bridge and, and helping, you know, homeless people and just helping people get through life struggles. My husband really wants to go into prisons and I don't feel comfortable with that. So, and it, like, on my heart, of course, is prisoners. Like, I love the fact that there's ministries that go in there. And it has been, like, pulling teeth to get me to go in. I have not went in yet. I have my paperwork. I've done it. But, again, it's out of my comfort zone. So, I'm like, okay, God, let's just leave that over there. And I'm not going to touch it. I'm not going to mess with it. I just need you to do what you do. And, and that's that, right? So, again, we're not always comfortable where we're called and if we are starting to get comfortable we need to really look at a look at what's around us because I know we often talk about how if you're not moving forward you're actually you know going backwards and in a in a sense of it's like water if it's not moving it's stagnant we always have to keep moving forward maybe my calling today is you know is recovery maybe it was homeless people last year Things are constantly changing. We are to be prepared in season and out of season. That's scripture. That is something we have to do. You know, whenever we are walking in obedience, God blesses us. He can bless us when we're not doing what we're supposed to do. Absolutely. However, whenever you take that first step forward and you do what God's calling you to do, you know it's been on your heart. <clears throat> Simply put, I've been called to do this. And I'm like, I can't do it. I don't know what to do. I don't like this about me. I don't like that about me. And an amazing woman of God brought it up the other day. And again, like, why is it about me? It's not about me. It's about God. And it's about who's going to be able to be reached through a podcast, a Facebook Live, a, um, a YouTube video, an Instagram post, whatever it might be. A lot of people say that social media is the devil. <laughs> social media is horrible and all this craziness and um, and believe me social media has been used for the worst of the worst of things you scroll through facebook daily and you see more pornography pop up on your feed than you do just through google these days and all it is is a weapon of the enemy so it's time that we rise up we take our placement in the world and we start stepping out in boldness do that facebook live don't wait on tomorrow don't wait and record it so you can jack with the video and cut and edit and all this other stuff. Like, if you have something on your heart and the Lord is like, share it, you need to step into that boldness and share it. I used to do that all the time, and I got to a place in my life where I was like, Lord, I'm grieving my brother, I'm grieving my dad, I'm grieving this one, and I've just used every excuse in the world not to step into what God's called me to do. And that's not the way this works. So these whole last maybe two, three years that I've struggled with self, how many people could have come to the Lord? How many people could I have touched? How many people who, how many people 
could have been changed by me sharing the word of God with them or the love of God. That's where we are in this season that maybe you're called to the marketplace. Your marketplace is Walmart, CVS, Walgreens. Um, I'm not even sure if they have Walgreens anymore. Anyway, Kroger's, whatever store and whatever place you go into frequently, maybe you're called to that. Maybe you're called just to give somebody a word of, of knowledge one day and to say, hey, you know what? Jesus loves you. Maybe you're called to go feed homeless people under the bridge, however often. We all have to start lining up with that word. We all have to start lining up with the fact that we need to walk in obedience. And 1 Samuel 15, 22, I'm not going to read the scripture, but it talks about how obedience is better than sacrifice. So we know that we can't really just, we're not into sacrificing bulls and lambs and all this other stuff. We know that Jesus was the ultimate sacrifice for all of our sins. We know that. But when we walk in obedience, maybe it's a struggle that, hey, you know what? I'm going to run into Walmart and I'm going to run out and I'm just going to get what I get and come out. What if in the middle of running into Walmart, the Lord stops you and says, hey, there's a girl on this aisle that you need to go talk to. And he can be that specific sometimes. A lot of the time he can. And you just skip that moment. I'll tell you, I was in Walmart, I guess, some years ago. And um, I'd crossed a gentleman, and he had black nails. And he was um, he was just a different type of person. And the Lord told me to pray for him. And I'm like, mm, I'm good. And I was on the phone. I just kept talking on the phone. I was conversating with somebody. And I just kept on and on. And I, I, I ignored that voice. I ignored it. And I felt so bad for like a week. And I was like, God, I was like, if you just bring this person back, like if you just give me that opportunity, please just, just one more chance. I'm sorry. And I started repenting and like, and of course he forgives us and he knows and he gives us grace. So a couple days later, I'm going through Walmart on the other side and here's this man and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is him. I need to, I need to say something. I need to do something. And I approached him and you can tell he was living an alternate lifestyle and you know i just approached him and said listen can i pray for you the lord just highlighted to you last week and and i was on the phone and i should have really stopped in that moment and prayed for you and he was like yes please and you know i love god and we just had a really great conversation i was able to pray for him and he told me about some struggles that he had been facing but in that moment i was able to reach somebody and let them know that god loved them I've not seen that man since. Who knows where he is? I pray that, you know, he has a relationship with God today. But again, I don't know that. I might not see that fruit. You might not see the fruit from what you do today, but promise somebody will eventually. You're planting the seed, they're watering it. They're planting the seed, you're watering it. It's a full force thing. It's like having a community garden. I might go in and till up the, the land, someone might come in and plant the seeds, another person's going to water this day, and we're just going to switch and alternate, and that's the way it goes, and not always is the person going to have the same job as they had the other day. So in this world where we are to be planting, growing, and growing in ourselves, growing in God, and helping others grow, this is where we need to step out and say, okay, today I'm going to be that bold person. Today I'm going to make that Facebook post and I'm going to make that Facebook live. Today I am going to take a new step toward God and in obedience of what he is calling me to do. Not what I want to do because what I want to do doesn't always fit what he has called me to do. So again, let me just encourage you with one more thing. I've battled with um, people pleasing for a long time. And 
I've had a lot of people tell me what my calling is. I've had a lot of people tell me, oh, you're called to this and you need to do that. And you, you only have one ministry. You need to narrow it down. Let me express to you. That's a lie. The Lord showed me years ago that I was to be someone, a versatile conduit, a person that can do whatever the Lord calls me to do. I believe that we all work in all the gifts. I believe that the Lord might have you doing this today and that tomorrow, the same way we talked about planting that garden. But if someone around you is talking down on your ministry, if they're telling you, oh, you're not ready for that. You're not ready to go into ministry. You're just not cleaned up enough and you're just not perfect enough. And and I think you need to sit out another two years under brother so-and-so over here before you step out into ministry because you're just not there where you need to be yet. I would blatantly say, let them people go out of your life. Look who God used in the Bible to to do things. It wasn't the perfect people. It wasn't the people that had been through every college in whatever country. It wasn't the people that stood, you know, and was like, okay, well, I've never been through a struggle in my life. I'm going to dress right. I'm going to eat right. I'm going to talk right. I'm going to do everything that I need to do, and it's going to be just prim and proper. Each and every one of us has went through a struggle, yes. However... You are not perfect. I am not perfect. None of us are perfect. And if we wait on that moment to be perfect, to do what God has called us to do, then we're going to wait until we die because we're never going to get there. Are you trying though? That's what I'll ask you today. Are you trying? So, the people that are talking into your life that saying you're not ready, you're not good enough, you can't do this, you can't do that, I would say cut them off. Pray for them. And when they give you advice, be like, you know what? I love you. Thank you for that advice. I was told that a while back myself. I was expressed. I was. I'd done a Facebook Live about soul ties and being sexually active and all this. And I was. I was told by a certain individual that I would never be seen as a as a preacher, teacher, evangelist. That everybody was just going to look at me for one reason and one reason only. And it kind of stung. But in that moment, I said, "You know what? Thank you." Thank you for sharing that with me, but I really felt that I was led by the Lord to post and share what I shared, and I'm going to leave that there. But I appreciate you coming to me with your opinion, and that's what a lot of people do. They're going to come to you with their opinion on what they feel you should be doing and how you're not ready and how you're not this. And again, let me just remind you that the Lord used a donkey in the Bible. He spoke through a donkey, okay? He can make the rocks cry out to him. He uses a prostitute. I mean, come on now. He used the woman at the well. She had been married five times and was sold into being a concubine. And he still used her as the first woman evangelist. Do you think that your divorce is holding you back? Do you think that because you've been to prison you're being held back? Do you think that something you did as a child is holding you back? Or the fact that maybe something happened as a child or a teen that made you feel unworthy? Look. The accuser of the brethren is always on the scene. He's always waiting to sit here and chat it up in your ear how you're not good enough and you're never going to be somebody and rah, rah, rah. Look at Joyce Myers. She's not perfect. She went through a whole bunch of trauma as a kid, but she has applied herself. And I'm not saying, you know, all this and all that about her, but I'm just saying each and every one of these people, Beth Moore, you have um, John Bevere, Lisa Bevere, all these people have went through something Lisa Turkhurst, all these people have went through something in their life that they could have sat back and said, you know what, I'm not ready for ministry. I'm not going to do what God's called me to do. I'm not good enough. I'm not well enough. I'm not educated enough. Well, that stops today. 
again, I want to encourage you, go today, share the word, share your testimony, share your story, pray for somebody, hug somebody. Who cares what they smell like, what they look like? You know what? If they need a hug, hug them. I don't think Jesus would have got up to him and been like, listen, you ain't showered in six days, so I'm just not going to hug you and love on you. Just, again, do what God is calling you today to do. Put the, the, the naysayers in the back of your mind and ask God what he says about you because he says that you are loved. He says you are needed. You are wanted. You are called. He has anointed you. He has called you for a time like this that today you are going to move forward in what he has called you to do. And I'm going to do the same. So with that said, I'm going to jump off here. Thank you for listening. I'm always grateful for everyone that listens. If you have some feedback, leave it for me. Message it to me. Leave it on the podcast. I always love hearing from y'all. I'm going to put some surveys in. And we're going to move forward with this. But again, you are called today. You are anointed and you are appointed. And whenever you got that calling, as we all say around here, it wasn't a conference call. It was a call to you from God. So take it and run with it today.